0: All right, good morning, everybody. Happy to have you back with us here on The Great Scott Show, The Great Sports Callers, Open Think Tank. And joining me now is Chris Fowler, American sports broadcaster for ESPN. He is a college football guru. You know, Chris, I always say, well, look, he also calls soccer and tennis. I mean, I watch a lot of tennis, so you're not just a uh, a one-man show. You, you've done a lot of different sports in your career.
1: I've done a lot of crazy sports in my career. If you want to go back to the extreme games, right. you know, like the X games, but the, some of that stuff, but but tennis and college football are my co favorite sports since I'm a kid. So yeah, to get to call the biggest tennis matches and the and the biggest college football games is, is a is a dream gig. Even in 2020, man, I never lose sight of the gratitude that I feel for being able to do those two sports. So, um, but you know, like everything else, both sports have had to adjust, and here we are. Tennis is done for the year, but they're still going to be affected in 2021. Now we got college football uh, heading to the home stretch, and with a lot of a lot of still good stories and. And a lot, lot of stuff in play, but, uh, yeah, uh, grateful I, to have it, grateful I, to
0: have it. Without question, man, I'm, I'm grateful to have this gig as well. And uh, for, you know, college football, obviously 2020, COVID is the shadow. I was talking to uh, Rage Cajun Head Coach Billy Napier Monday, and, you know, he got a COVID-19 di- uh, diagnosis last week, but he's coaching from isolation this week, should be good to go Saturday. I just want your overall thoughts on the Cajuns being ranked this year and the job that Napier is doing over there.
1: Oh, well, tremendous job. I wish him well. You know, hopefully, like, like a lot of the coaches that have been affected, his symptoms won't be severe. and He'll bounce back quickly. Coaching remotely is really challenging. All the coaches that have done it. Yeah, you got technology. Yeah, you can watch practice, but it's really, um, it, it eats at them. You know, it's a calling for these guys. Already, coaching in 2020, when you can't have the personal contact with the players in the same way, you have to kind of relearn how to coach and motivate and teach, and that's been challenging. And now not to be involved, it's got to be got to be completely eating at him and it, it's it's kind of cruel irony because it's been a tremendous year down there as you know and and for it to come down to um yeah you know, a chance to you know the total command obviously in the in the division of the Sun Belt but it's been a great year in that conference and I guess I guess maybe a, a Wednesday night it was it Wednesday night when Coastal Beat them?
0: Yeah, it was it was three? Wednesday, and then it got moved to a Saturday. It was a game that got moved three different times because of COVID. But yeah, oh it was, okay, yeah, uh, I, it didn't, was a I didn't know game. when it
1: finally ended yeah. up, but I, I know it was like a three point game. And you know, Coastal's been getting all this national love, uh, and they've got their you know, their their showdown game with Liberty coming up. But it's been the kind of year when I think it's been fun to take the focus off of exclusively. Not just the power five, but the same five or six teams at the top of the sport that we always talk about, and, and put the focus on Rage Cajuns a little bit, and Coastal Carolina and Marshall and, and to some degree BYU and, and Cincinnati, and teams like that that are hey, listen, man, this is a test, a supreme test of every team's toughness and resilience and creativity and culture. And when you come through this, when you answer all those questions a positive it says a lot about the program and that's what they've been able to do down there man i mean they're, they're facing stuff just like everybody else is and if you come through it well and your guys are still opting in mentally at the end of a tough season and not just the beginning uh, it speaks really well i hope they get a chance I, I, you don't want any more cancellations just get get through the season and, and finish it out but there's there's a lot to like about obviously about what you all have done
0: Chris Fowler, our guest, ESPN 1420. So what, what's been the biggest um, surprise for you in college football this year? And is LSU's struggles one of those surprises for you, Chris?
1: Yeah, because you never expect LSU to be that down. I, you know, look, fans are smart. They, 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 they know that you don't just reload a the team they had last year. I mean, I, that's the greatest offense I've ever seen in the history of the sport. Okay? Big statement. I've been around a while. And you don't just replace quarterbacks, receivers, running back, tight end, play caller, and then just kind of think you're not going to miss the beat. I mean, obviously, they have had injuries, they have had COVID issues, it is a test. And I think, look, I mean, have they responded as well as they possibly could mentally? With, no, maybe not. I'm not inside the walls of the programs. So I, wouldn't, I wouldn't judge it from the outside. But the results are the results. And I think when you wear that giant target as defending champs, and you put a hurt on a lot of people, you don't think they're going to want their, their chance at payback? I mean, I, I thought you know getting out of there with Arkansas was a quality result. I mean, um, they, they got stuff coming down the stretch. But, yeah, of course. Of course I didn't expect that, that kind of struggle. Of course that was a negative surprise. The positive surprise is you, you look around, you see a team like Northwestern. Okay? I mean, they're not the most talented team in the country. To find a way to beat Wisconsin, hold them to seven points, Indiana's been a positive surprise. In the Big Ten, there have been other teams out there that have that are doing well, um, but but uh, I think people who thought this year was going to be oh a lot of level playing field the mighty will fall crazy things going to happen not really in the major conferences that much and and it, it, we've been looking at the conferences like the Sun Belt and different conferences um, you know to to provide those teams that are great stories and surprise stories.
0: ESPN broadcaster, college football guru, Chris Fowler, our guest here on ESPN 1420. Chris, you've hosted the Heisman Ceremony for so many years. Um, I, this year is going to be different like everything else, but uh, what, what's your take on maybe who's, who's got that thing? I guess no one has it locked up right now, but I guess who do you think is in the lead?
1: Yeah, I've hosted it since um, 1994. I've never hosted one like this. That's for sure. Uh, it'll be virtual. The finalists, sadly, but obviously we won't have the chance to get together and savor that experience in New York as they usually do. They'll be on screens like everything else in 2020. They'll, it'll be done that way. The race though is still interesting. I know it's not, it's not over. I mean, Trask was the big winner on, on Saturday because Kyle going to continue to put up big numbers. If the Gators are able to play their three more games before the SEC championship game. I don't see any of those defenses stopping him and, and the playmakers he's got to work with. So with him putting up numbers with, Trevor not able to get on the field because Clemson's game um, was again canceled and, and, and Justin Fields throwing three picks. He, he put up big numbers and he'll continue to, his stats will be ridiculous for Ohio state, but he kind of brought himself right back into the pack with the three picks that almost cost him against Indiana. So to me, Trask was the big individual winner Mac Jones in Alabama. It's a conversation about who's more deserving in that offense quarterback always gets a lot of credit and he wouldn't be the first guy to win a Heisman. If he does, where people think he's not the best player on his team. But, you know, that, that is, that is a, a factor with Najee Harris, so good. Smith, I think most people consider the best receiver in college football who's playing this year, and, and I think that, that that sort of kind of diffuses the focus in Alabama, but his, his year has been amazing, too. It's clearly been a quarterback season.
0: I have two more questions for you, Chris. Uh, I want to finish with the Save Our Saturday's promotion, but uh, my last question before that one your championship prediction. I mean, I've read everything from Clemson, Notre Dame, part three to, um, you know, uh, the outsiders have, <laughs> have you no read shot. That? Really? uh, yeah, you know, social media, you see it everywhere, but, um, yeah, well,
1: it, 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 there's a lot of stuff on social media that, that, that I would just say as someone, unless it's another double overtime game, right. As some, as someone who calls the championship game, I do not ever hope for a triple rematch, whatever. Um, but, I got the Irish this Friday in, in, in Chapel Hill and I'm looking forward to seeing that team. Um, they did a great job beating, beating a shorthanded Clemson team at home, but I think they went like 55 minutes without an offensive touchdown. in mm-hmm. that game. we'll see what happens in the rematch. I, I think you'd favor Clemson for a reason there, but, um, you know, it's going to be curious to see that that fourth slot, I think is very much up in the air. Um, I don't think anything is a lock at this point, but I think you'd if you if you predicted, okay, Notre Dame wins out but loses to Clemson. Clemson wins out. Bama, Ohio State win out. Then and there's no drama, right? We know who the four are going to be. Um, but I still think there's teams that are that are in the mix and can make cases in Florida by upsetting Alabama if they play in Atlanta. Would would obviously be in, and Alabama with one loss would be making a strong case too. So. Um, it always has to play out right down through the championship games and see how teams handle the pressure of the moment. Um, but but look at Ohio State. I mean, they're probably going to get Northwestern in the Big Ten championship game, be a huge favorite in that game, but you never know.
0: All right, Chris Fowler, final uh, final question. I know with COVID, teams' fans haven't been able to have the usual tailgating, but with Dos Aki's, their Save Our Saturdays promotion has been a lot of fun. It's still going on. Give me the answers. How can the help of Dosai Keys help college football fans continue to save their Saturdays?
1: It's been tough, man. I mean, depending on where you are in the country, your Saturdays might have different, but fans have had to be pretty creative. And there's been some home tailgating going on. Dos Keys jumped on this right from the start, which is a smart promotion. because fans haven't been able to go to stadiums and celebrate their teams in the same way. But if you text SOS, the seven seven One more weekend in this campaign, you put yourself in position to win some prizes that are in, in Dosecki's fashion, most interesting, and allow you to tailgate at home. It's a six foot, six foot long cooler, uh, which you can put a lot of beer in and stay distanced, and, and then a, a number of other prizes, discounts on Dosakis and stuff. So yeah, yeah, there's one more Saturday. It's been tough. Uh, crack open a cold one. Do what you can to get through week after week. And it, it's, I, I have felt for the fans throughout this process. I felt for the players, too, obviously. But, but people who, um, who build their fall Saturdays around college football, it's just been such a, a challenge. It's been a testament because I've still seen people enjoying themselves and enjoying the sport, even from afar. And, and things will return, we'll get back to normal. But in the meantime, yeah, it, it's, it's get creative, adapt, and, and, and safely gather on Saturdays and celebrate your teams.
0: No doubt, and text SOS to seven seven zero zero zero. Got a chance to win some amazing things to help you out on those Saturdays while you watch college football. Chris Fowler has been our guest. Chris, it's been an honor, man. Happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate the time and continued success, my friend.
1: That's very kind. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody listening down there, and uh, and, and be grateful for what we we all do have. And it's, it's always healthier to focus on that stuff than what we don't have, right? And, and this year especially. So have a great week.